0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin and I want to welcome you to the show this morning. My friends, I've been doing some research, both with history, current events, and I've come to a conclusion that I wanted to share with all of you on the show this morning, and that is this. I know a lot of you, a lot of you are probably pretty politically plugged in or maybe you go on Instagram, maybe you check the alphabet channels for news, maybe you go on Twitter, maybe you go on these places, TikTok, and you see the massive migration into Western countries, America, Germany, France, Spain, all these places. And I can't help but notice that a lot of Arab Muslims are going to Italy, they're going to Spain, they're coming to the United States, they're going to France, they're going to England. I see them praying in the streets. I see them going to Ireland, of all places, as well, if you can believe it. You know, African Muslims, Arab Muslims, and whatnot. Like, at the end of the day, uh, Islam is a very interesting religion because if you look at how minorities are treated. And by minorities, I don't just mean people quote of color. I mean, when you look at mostly Muslim dominated countries and you look at how their people are treated in these countries who are not Muslim, you tend, it shows a pretty grim story. It it doesn't look pretty. It looks pretty dang ugly, but yet they are invited to Western countries. And then we act shocked when we see them beating up women We see them not complying with the police, acting foolish, breaking the law, disturbing the peace. We act shocked by it. You see, and it's not just something to do with Muslims on this. I'll get, I'll go back to Islam in a minute. But the idea that these third world immigrants will suddenly pick up the mores of being French, being Spanish, being Italian, being Irish, or being American is just not it's not going to happen. They are not immigrants. They are settlers for the most part. Now, of course there are exceptions, but the exceptions make the rule because they're exceptions. They're not the norm. When I see video of people in black garb braying the Mecca on all fours in the middle of the street, in public places, not in the privacy of their own home, but in the public places, not not in a mosque, not at their home, not even at a Muslim school or madrasas, but in public places, in the public square, in public roads, in public parks, you have to ask yourself, is that really a demonstration of being righteous? Or is that an attempt to intimidate you? Is that an attempt to scare you, to let you know that they're coming for you? Do you see Christians, Jews, Buddhists, Hindus, Sikh, Sikhs. Do you see them doing this in in the middle of the street, in the middle of the park? No, I see them go to their temples, their synagogues, their churches. I don't see them doing this in the in the wide open street for everybody to just be like, Hey, Hey, look at me. Yes. Yes. You, you schmuck you. Yeah. Look at me. I don't see them do that. Maybe it's happening once in every, every full moon tops, but I guarantee you it's not happening as often as what I'm seeing on social media with what the Muslims are doing. Oh, and for those of you who think that I'm just Islamophobic, well, first of all, you have to define what Islamophobic is. People throw around these terms. First of all, a lot of you are Christophobes, which you have a fear of Christianity. That's number one. Or you have uh, anti-Semitism or, quote, anti-Zionism, which is just what the Soviet Union came up with to hate Jews. Look it up. I'm not making this up. But... Islamophobia means fear of Islam. Well, what do you mean by fear? As in, do I fear what the religion can do and where it's already happened? Sure. Yeah, I don't like that the Muslims, the radical ones, mind you, the fundamentalist ones who take over, they subjugate women, they they delete everybody who doesn't agree with them, and then they whip you in the street. The videos are all over the place. They throw homosexuals off of roofs. Oh yeah oh yeah the I'll, I'll tie into that and that's really my main point is I look at what the the communists, the LGBTQ people and whatnot the social the socialists, the democratic socialists. by the way, democratic socialism came from um, old Russia, the Bolsheviks who call themselves democratic socialists until the revolution and then all of a sudden they, overnight they were communist communists go figure that one out. But these democratic socialists, these, these communists in sheep's clothing, they love the Muslims because they see them the way that Marx and Engels saw them. Marx and Engels described religion as the opium of the masses, a painkiller, a drug. They see people who are religious, especially the zealots, the really religious people, as no different than the drug addict who on crack in the street they see them equally as controllable manipulatable and malleable to their cause so therefore the reason they love the radical muslims and they are bringing them here is not because they actually like the muslims it's because they see them as oh they are the sword of our right hand They'll, they're the, the enemy of my enemy is my friend because their enemy make make no mistake about this Make no mistake about it. The enemy of the communists are the Christians and the Jews. Why do you think the Soviet Union was on the side of the Arabs? Why do you think that the Beider-Meinhof gang, the the children of the Nazis, were supporting the Arabs and hated Israel? This is not an accident. There's only one or two coincidences tops before it becomes evidence. And all you have to do is look at history. It's a really good teacher. I am convinced that the communist Muslim connection comes down to, they view their common enemy, the Christian and the Jew, and they're coming together and they think that once their enemies have been vanquished, that they will then be able to deal with the, they'll be able to just deal with each other easily. In other words, they'll, they're trying to pit each other against the middle and then wanting to clean up the mess after the battle is over. The, the fanatical imams think that they can deal with the communists as soon as they get rid of them and they have enough jihad go on. And the communists think they can get rid of the fanatics as soon as they no longer are useful to them anymore. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but something tells me I'm really clued in on this. I've done research on this. I'm convinced that this is the correct theory. The communism-Muslim connection is right there in front of our faces. All you have to do is look at how many of these so-called democratic socialists, these people who preach diversity, equality, inclusion, and everything else, are the first ones to exclude anybody who disagrees with them, who want to get rid of the majority in the country, who are usually white and usually Christians. And then there you go. That's that's their common enemy. And then the non-commie Jews are also the enemy. The Orthodox are the enemy to these, these vermin. It's ridiculous to me how people don't see what's happening to them. But you know what? A lot of people, they just want to have fun. They want to just get, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's all they care about, most people. Oh, and sports. Add sports in there, too. And maybe their favorite TV show. But well, my friends, what do you think about this connection? Do you think I'm off base? Do you think I'm right on the money? Because I'm curious what you have to say about this. I guarantee you I'm not alone. I might not be the first person to talk about this, but I haven't heard anybody else talk about this connection before in these terms. That the communists have always seen religious people as dumb and controllable and as basically in plain English, stupid. And so it's no wonder that they would use the most religious fanatics as foot soldiers and use them and can try to control them, whether they use them for votes or use them as soldiers and their revolution makes no difference because they see them as controllable. And conversely, the, relig- the ultra-religious see the communists as godless and see them as, you know, removable should the situation arise. Now, I realize there are moderate Muslims out there. That is true. However, I would like to quote Churchill, where he talks about the influence of the religion is as dangerous as a man as hydrophobia in a dog. I actually did a whole video where I talked about Churchill and how, what he said about Islam and people got big mad in the comment section, calling me all kinds of names and mad. It's my most popular video on YouTube. And it's hilarious to me how people got so mad and they proceeded to also try to lie to me, to my face and tell me that, Ooh, but Churchill converted to Islam. No, he didn't. (laughs) Huh? No, he didn't. What are you talking about? That is a lie. I don't know who, I don't know what revisionist imam told you that crap, but that is a lie. And again, I never understood religious people who have to shove your religion down their throat under the guise of, I just want to save your filthy soul. It's like, well, I didn't ask you to do that. (laughs) It's like, I did not ask you, let me do my thing. You look at... There's no freedom in these Muslim countries. There's no freedom there. It's do as I say, or, or I, you know, I cut your throat. And at the end of the day, please, show me one Arab country where that's not true. Show me one where they have freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, you can practice other religions in peace. I'd love to hear about it. Because almost everywhere around the planet, to the 90th percentile, terrorism is a Muslim who who wants to either kill or convert his neighbor. Now, not all Muslims are terrorists, but ironically, most terrorists happen to be Muslim. I mean, make that one make sense. Again, it's not the people, it's the influence of the religion on said people. And a lot of people that find the more radical forms of Islam are A, jailbirds, or B, the lowest, the, the catfish of of society. If you picture society as a riverbed, the people who are most likely to deal with in those terms are the catfish, the bottom feeders, people who are down bad, who aren't able to use their brain, who go from being drifters to being destroyers. So, my friends, I'm curious what you have to say about this communism mark um this communism muslim connection i find it to be very ironic i'm sure there's more to it than that but i really wanted to discuss this because i thought it was a very interesting connection that i hadn't heard anybody else talk about yet so my friends if you like what you heard i'm sure you know what to do follow the show like the show follow me on twitter follow me on i'm starting to boot up instagram a little bit more but my friends i'm on youtube rumble everywhere but until then, my friends I want to hear what you had to say I think it'd be very interesting to talk more about it but my friends until next time God bless you God bless your families God bless America let's get out here and let's keep our eyes open let's not believe just what the government tells you but believe what you see what you hear what you listen it's believe I do not just believe what the diversity trainers tell you believe what you have come to know to be true I'm out peace. МУЗЫКАЛЬНАЯ ЗАСТАВКА